This podcast is brought to you by Blurtle. You've seen those blocks all over social media, covered with different colored squares, with a number and a fraction up top. And you've seen the panic in your friends' posts as they recount the harrowing experience of taking all six tries to successfully defeat this word riddle. Well, now there's a solution. Blurtle. That's right. Blurtle is the addictive new word game that is a race to the right answer and then blurt it out all on your social media accounts. Save your friends the anxiety of taking on this cruel task every morning. You'll either give them the answer or they'll have to avoid social media. Either way, they'll hate you today, but thank you tomorrow. And with the recent acquisition by the North Pole Times, Blurtle is sure to become as pervasive as that other game. Save yourself the stress and download Blurtle so your friends on Greenwich Mean Time can take care of the hard stuff for you. Blurtle is not a real product and is intended solely for satire. This program contains talk about criminal activity and may paint a not-so-flattering picture of one of your childhood heroes. It even includes a few cuss words and may not be appropriate for your youngins, so you might want to earmuff them or send them outside to play. Thanks for listening. heard that right, Santa Claus. My name's Richie Buck. I'm a pest control technician, carpenter, sometimes wise man in my church Christmas program, and as unbelievable as it might sound, I'm here to save Christmas. This is an Ear Cult production brought to you in association with Crawl Space Media. Santa may be a criminal. A 12-part Yuletide investigation. This is the 10th day of Christmas. Go elf yourself. I mean, good morning. I got a long trip back to Georgia, and I'm feeling those beers from last night. Good morning, Richie. What? Karen, I mean, Mrs. Claus, what are you doing here? How did you... I mean, I locked the door. Stop acting so surprised, Richie Buck. You know who I am. I have a key to every lock in town. Everyone. That is, except the vault. The vault? Yeah, that's where Hubs keeps his cherished lists. I rub the sleep from my eyes and sit up in the bed. So no one has access to the lists since he's in... Slammer? Oh, he has some sort of secret procedure. Just like him, I guess. He's got all sorts of secrets. You think you know someone, right? Anyway, that's not why I'm here. Right, 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 right. Let's get back to that. So, why are you here? Well, I think you may have gotten the wrong idea last night. About what? Me and Cameron. Oh. And what was the wrong idea I had? 
Well, that we are just friends. Wait, what? Huh? I mean, we are having an affair. You don't have to tell me any of this, you know. Sure I do. You're going to see him before I do. And he needs to know about me. And he needs to know that I know about... She nods her head toward the wrapping paper and box on the table. Her. Mrs. Claus. Karen. Sorry, Karen. So you want me to tell Santa Claus, your husband, that you're having an affair with Cam D. Kane, the head of the FBI? And that I know he was banging RBG. Um... And that I believe he ran her down like a dog in the street. Wait. And if I'm called to testify at trial, I'll say as much. Well, this has escalated quickly. You realize I'm on his side, right? I do. And I don't blame you, Richie Buck. You've been a good boy your whole life. Nice list every year without fail. But the man and the myth of the man are two totally separate concepts. You'll see that one day. She stands and looks to the ceiling, sort of reminiscing. I'm sorry you're sad. Actually, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. Though I guess that does make me a little sad. You can tell him that, too. Nice tattoo, by the way. She's referring to the tattoo I got of Santa Claus on my arm before I came to the Nopo. I always preferred him with the beard. So you thought it was real, too? (laughs) No, not at all. I just always preferred that burly look. Anyhow, are you up to this? Look, I don't know how I've been dragged into this. So many weird situations in such a short period of time. Dragged in? Sweetie, you inserted yourself into this. If you just minded your own business... I guess you're right. It was that damn bird. A partridge in a pine tree. Hell of a way to start a legacy, huh? (laughs) Hell of a way. Karen starts at the door and then turns back. So what was it? Excuse me? She nods again at that gift box on the table. The gift that he got for Ruthie. I looked down. I couldn't tell her. (laughs) That's what I thought. One more thing. Seeing the hurt in her eyes, I couldn't deny her. Anything you need. When you do see him, I want you to ask him something. Not for me. Ask him for you. Okay. What's that? Ask him why he didn't run. What? If he has access to all this so-called Christmas magic, ask him point-blank. Say, Santa Claus, why didn't you run? He could have escaped, finished Christmas, and be here with me now. But he didn't for some reason. Okay. And you tell him, I have a message for him. Go elf yourself. I nod and take a deep breath. Anything else? Not that he'll ask, but I want you to know, for the record, for this podcast of yours, all I needed, all I ever wanted was just a little bit of attention. I didn't expect my time at the North Pole to end in such a somber way. Sometimes it's all you need, isn't it? She smiles and opens the door. Be nice, Richie Buck. I will. I know you will. After she left, I got out of the bed, put on my clothes, and hurriedly threw all my stuff back into the duffel bag. Everything, that is, except the RBG gift. I tuck that into my coat pocket for safekeeping on the trip. Outside, I realized how insane the last few days had been. I also wondered what had happened to Ellie. She'd been right there from the start, and then suddenly disappeared. Hi! Ellie, you're back! I never left. I haven't seen you. And I thought you were an investigator, Richie Buck. I think about this for a moment. I guess I am sort of an investigator. And a podcaster. 
I guess that makes me an investipodster. Too bad I don't have a trademark attorney. You ready? I'm ready. You think you'll ever come back to the No Pole? I kind of feel like this is one of those places that, after you visit it once... Once is enough? Yeah, but I never say never, right? That's a good rule to have, Richie. Ellie leads me back to the gazebo, to the place I first met her. Thank you for your help, Ellie the Elf. You're welcome, Richie Buck. She wiggles her ears and touches her nose, and I do the same. And then with a wink, she's gone. She's got to be the fastest 156-year-old the Earth has ever seen. I climb into the sled and begin the long journey back to my sleepy little Georgia town. What I didn't know was what was waiting on me when I got there would turn everything upside down. This podcast is brought to you by... Leroy's Magic Emporium and CBD Dispensary. Where else can you get all your CBD and magic needs in one location? Leroy's offers the highest quality gummies, oil tinctures, and topical creams to allay aches, pain, stress, or sleep problems. It's like magic. And speaking of magic, our Magic Emporium has all the items to make your next office party or kid's birthday party a success. Get your magic wand, card decks, coins, doves, even your rabbits, and your hats right here. With tricks from beginners to pros, Leroy's Magic Emporium and CBD Dispensary will make your stress poof. Take the rabbit out of the hat at Leroy's Magic Emporium and CBD Dispensary. Visit us today. about you, but I hate flying. Cramped up between people you don't know. Those dumb little pea putts. That's what I call peanuts when I was a kid. And I couldn't pee on the airplane. I'm Santa claustrophobic. Too much of me in too little space. That tiny bathroom scares the shh. Well, that ain't true. It makes the opposite of my point. We land in Savannah, and I try desperately to remember where I parked my truck. And after wandering around the parking garage for 45 minutes, I finally found it. Freeze! Detective Strong, you scared me. How was the trip? Cold and cold. Was it everything it was cracked up to be? I pause, long enough for her to realize it's a sore subject. Hmm, shame. So I talked to your friend today. Oh, anything interesting? He gave me life. He told me I was on the permanent naughty list. Sheriff's on there, too. Hell, half the department. It's times like this I'm glad I'm always recording. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry to hear that. If I wanted to be popular, I'd sell ice cream, not justice. Right. So what brings you out here? I glance past her and see a couple of other cruisers pull up. What brings all of you out here? I need you to come on back down to the station. Now? Afraid so. Why? Because the sheriff thinks you and I should catch up. She crosses her arms. Detective Strong does not look to be the kind of lady who takes kindly to the answer. No. I've been traveling for, like, the last 40 hours. I smell like reindeer poop and airplane food. Can I just go home, take a shower? I promise I'll come in tomorrow. She doesn't flinch. Doesn't move. I can see my reflection in her aviator sunglasses, and all I can think of is, this is what I'm going to look like in an interrogation video. Please, let me go home. Don't make us cuff you, Richie. I'm playing nice. 
Give your keys to Adams over there, and he'll drive your truck. I look at Adams. I remember him from Action News a couple years ago. He wrecked a cruiser in a parking lot. Him? You want him to drive my truck? Chill out. He's gotten better. Come on. I'll let you ride up front. Can I play with the lights and sirens? <sighs> Richie. I decided that no matter how tired I was, I'd go along with the detective and figure this all out. Ew, you do smell like reindeer shit in airplane food. I told you. What's this right here? Richie, don't mess with... Detective Strong led me in through the back of the police station, through the maze of hallways, to the interrogation room. The same interrogation room that Santa was in at the beginning of our story. The same one I was in for a little while interviewing the sheriff. Unfortunately, this time, the tables are turned. Tell me about the North Pole. Richie, we need to know. Need to know what? What was it like? I told you. Cold and cold. Do I need to get a lawyer? Let me remind you, I'm close with Derek Rudolph. Derek Rudolph's a local celebrity lawyer and Santa's defense attorney. Yeah, the guilty free guarantee guy. I know. I, I spoke to him too. The North Pole's really not that impressive. Did you get any intelligence? Let me rephrase that. Did you learn anything about the suspect and Ruthie Barker guest? I subtly reached to my chest and filled the gift in my jacket pocket. Thankfully, they didn't frisk me, so I guess I can play a little game of cat and mouse. Nothing really. It just seems like the two of them had normal Santa, naughty person interaction. That's not entirely true. What do you mean? What do naughty people receive from Santa at Christmas? Coal. That's right. How about dead people? My head spins. Dead people? They don't get anything. I don't think. They don't get anything. I don't think. You are correct. You know what Ruthie Barker Guest got? Coal? Nothing, Richie. Nothing since 1985. One might think she's been dead to him since that year. Got to be a lot of anger for him to treat her that way, or I guess not to treat her at all. That was a surprise. She was apparently put on the permanent naughty list, too. Any idea why? No, I don't have any idea. Hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you something that might be good for Mr. Claus. Results came back from the lab. I try to pretend like I don't already know what she's going to tell me. The blood on the sleigh and the reindeer wasn't hers. Oh? Whose was it? Not who. What? Okay. What was it? It was from an owl. An owl? Oh. Now, that does not mean he didn't run her down on purpose. Sure, of course. Right. Adam sticks his head in the room. This stuff is clean. You searched my stuff? You realize how big this case is? I can't afford to leave any investigative stone unturned. I get 50 calls a day from the TV stations, including the damn North Pole News Network. She looks at me very seriously for a moment. If you remember anything, call me, okay? She knows I know more than I'm letting on. I can tell she's letting me slide a little. Maybe I'm winning her over after all. Back at home, I take a shower and log into the jail's visitor portal and sign up for a visitation for the following day. That night, I can hardly sleep. Not knowing how Santa will react. Not knowing how I feel about confronting him. And just as I started to go to sleep... Ugh. Ain't that how it always goes. 
I empty my pockets before stepping through the metal detector. Phone, keys, pocket change, and RBG's gift mixed in. Fortunately, the security guard didn't ask any questions. I walk back to the regular phone room and sit down at the same old chair I always sit at. After a few moments, the guard leads Santa in. But Santa nods his head down to a different phone, so I get up and I move two seats down and pick up the receiver. Sorry, I guess I'm a creature of habit. Oh, oh, that's okay. I just know that one's bugged. <laughs> well, you know all these calls are recorded, right? Yeah, but that one's extra recorded. <laughs> right. You doing okay? I don't know, Richie. You tell me. How was the North Pole? <laughs> well, it's an interesting place, that's for sure. Did you see uh, Karen? <laughs> I look down, anticipating the tricky conversation we're going to have to have. Well, did you? I did. How is she? How did she look? She looked good. How about the workshop? Did you see it? How were operations? Were things in motion? Yeah, it seemed everything was moving along just fine. You've got a great little management team. Oh, good. That's important to me, you know. I've spoken a lot to Derek. I like him. Says I'm guilty-free. That's his guarantee. Yeah, I know. He's, he's coming up with some great strategy. He's a good elf. I smile for a long moment. Oh, what's on your mind, Richie Buck? Something's bothering you. I can tell because you twist your mouth up in this nervous way. You've done that since you were little, you know? Well, Santa... What is it, kid? Let me help. I, I don't even really know how to say this. Just say it. It's Mrs. Claus. Karen? What's wrong with Karen? Nothing. Nothing at all, actually. That's a good thing, isn't it? That's kind of the problem. Do you know Cameron D. Kane? The FBI guy? Yeah, what about him? Well, he and, uh, he and Karen are... He and Karen are what? Well, they're sort of... They're sort of what, Richie? Sort of seeing each other. Seeing each other? How? Like, socially? Like, more than socially. More than socially? How? Come on, Santa. No. I'm going to make you say it. How are they seeing each other? Look, I'm only telling you because she wanted you to know that the two of them are having an affair. That sorry son of a fairy. Santa. Are you telling me that Cam D. Kane and my wife Karen are doing Oh Holy Night? He better hope they put me away for good because I swear... When I get out of here... Please calm down. Calm down? How the heck am I supposed to calm down, Richie? My wife has betrayed... Santa stops cold, because I've reached into my coat pocket and pulled out something he didn't want me to see. Something he didn't want anyone to see. This is how I know Santa isn't some criminal mastermind who orchestrated a bird strike and DUI just to run down Ruthie Barker Guest. He didn't even know how to destroy evidence. How did you get that? What that is after the break.
Though you can't see it, the look on Santa's face right now is a cross between anger and fear. How did you get that? I hold up my truck keys, and there, dangling from them, is the gift that Santa had packed and ready for Ruthie Barker Guest, but that he didn't deliver for whatever reason. It's a locket with a photo of Santa and RBG. The photo is small, but it appears she is in fact kissing Santa Claus. And not just any kissing, the French kind. It looks like Karen was telling the truth. And Santa? He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. I went to the landfill. I saw all of them. I guess I've got some explaining to do. Santa looks like he's been punched in the gut. I guess I shouldn't be so upset with Karen. I'm sorry if I, I let you down. My heart hurts for the big guy. I almost forgive him. I have a couple of messages she wanted me to give you. Hit me with it. Now this first one is directly from her. Go elf yourself. Well, that was expected. What else? Well, she wanted me to ask you something. Go on. Why didn't you run? Huh? On the night of your arrest, why didn't you run? I mean, you always talk about Christmas magic. She's upset that you didn't run and come home to her. You don't understand. Don't understand what? I mean, by going with the sheriff that night, Christmas was almost canceled. Your wife is now having an affair. We're trying to keep you out of prison for good. There's a media firestorm. The economy is tanking. And it could have all been avoided if you'd just run. I couldn't run, Richie. Why's that, Santa? Why couldn't you run? Because only the guilty run. I stop. Could Santa Claus be trying to prove that the system works? If I'd ran, it would have been like me admitting I'd run her down on purpose. And I couldn't do that. His words hit me pretty hard. How could anyone want to lock him up and throw away the key? We finished our conversation, and I head home. As I walk inside, I notice my answer machine. I'd almost forgotten. I have a home phone. This is Richie Buck. I ain't in at the moment, so please leave your message after the sleigh bells. Richie? Richie Buck? It's Vimsicle. I've completed my assessment of our jolly friend, and I have some disturbing news. Venter is coming. Next time on Santa May Be a Criminal, Dr. Vimsicle goes over his assessment of Santa with me. I meet a cult and religion expert who weighs in on Santa's oversized influence. And a mysterious tape ends up at my door that may hold the truth about RBG's death. Santa May Be a Criminal was conceived at an Airbnb with a pool table and a swimming pool in the Las Vegas desert by head elf Jason Usry, co-executive elves Rebecca Sebastian, Shiloh Catanese, Scott Musgrove, Michelle Kazuba, and a few other rogue elves, including Sydney Catanese, who guided us through the North Pole as Ellie the Elf. Stay up to date and ensure your space on the nice list by leaving us a five-star rating wherever your ears are right now. Then go and rate us five stars everywhere else. 
music and sound effects licensed by paying through the nose to multiple royalty-free music and sound effects providers, not the least of which are Epidemic Sound, Motion Array, and Soundstrike. Additional musical contributions at Slay by Captain Fat Hands. To check out the cast for this episode, as well as their other projects, visit the show notes and check out santamaybe.com. Also add people to the Not Your Nice list by emailing the North Pole at workshop at santamaybe.com. Santa Maybe a Criminal is an ear cult production presented in association with the Crawl Space Media Network. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. And while we're having a lot of fun with this podcast, we want to take a quick moment to be serious about an important nonprofit organization that benefits or advocates for victims in the true crime community. Here's an announcement from Private Investigations for the Missing. When a person goes missing, their loved ones often find themselves overcome with worry and grief. Bruce Maitland started the 501c3 nonprofit organization Private Investigations for the Missing because he knows this feeling all too well. When Bruce's daughter Brianna disappeared in March 2004, he was surrounded by licensed private investigators dedicated to finding her. Now his mission is to provide dedicated private investigators at no cost to other families of the missing, desperate for answers but without the financial means. Private Investigations for the Missing needs your help. To read the mission statement, make a donation, and keep up with our blog, visit us at investigationsforthemissing.org and follow us at PI for the Missing on Twitter and Facebook and Investigations for the Missing on Instagram. Because forever is too long to wait.